Welcome, everybody, to hey. Julia Will's podcast. <laughs> you get out of here. <laughs> Hello. Hi. And Hi. welcome to Hopefully We Don't Break Up. Hopefully We Don't Break Up. I am uh, Julia Rossi. I am Will Miles. I seemed really unsure about my name for a second. <laughs> that was a question mark in your name. <laughs> I couldn't decide if I was going to introduce myself or say, I'm with Will Miles. And then you'd say, I'm with Julia Rossi. Yeah. Cool. Cool. That's, a, <laughs> that's how we introduce ourselves at parties. That is, yeah. yeah. We just, I never speak for myself because I'm just a girl. You know? <laughs> yeah. And I'm just a guy. Uh, welcome to Hopefully We Don't Break Up, where we uh, we chat with other couples about couple shit and love and whatnot. And uh, we have a lovely couple with us today. We do. Uh, very, finally. Yeah, <laughs> finally. Um, please welcome Mike Kaplan. And, and Casey, Casey Holt. Holt. Yes. Hey. Hello. Hey. Thanks for having Casey and me. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having Mike. <laughs> and me. I think this is like my like hundredth podcast I've been on with Mike. Like sure. We, I've been on his. We've been on other people's together. It's, it's fun. Just... This week, right? now. Yeah. yeah. Just this week. This is our hundredth today. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've it's got faces really for podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Um... <laughs> It, it's fun because uh, here's why podcasts are fun because it's fun to hang out with your friends like by itself mm -hmm. but also it feels like you're getting something else accomplished you're like it's yeah. like watching a thing it's like reading a book that you care about on a plane like yeah. you know like you're just flying and you're like oh I'm getting where I gotta go I don't have to do anything I could watch a bunch of garbage yeah. and I still am doing the thing I'm supposed to do but if you actually get like work done on a plane that's what a podcast with a friend is like getting work done <laughs> yeah. on a plane like work done on a plane, or it's completely self-indulgent and narcissistic to think that anyone wants to hear your conversation. And. <laughs> and yeah. positive yeah. and negative. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, while we would love to analyze podcasts on this podcast about podcasts. Oh, no, oh, that's not what we're doing. Nope. <laughs> that is what we're doing, actually. <laughs> um, yeah, we, uh, we, we've we all hung out with you guys uh, quite a bit, usually in the park. Yeah. It's yeah. nice uh, eating, you know, vegan Smorgasburg food, vegan um, smorgasburg. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, Will and I because we're uh, lactose intolerant, and Mike and Casey because they are vegan. Are vegan? Yep. Yeah. It's Delicious dessert treats. Oh yeah, that, that we all can appreciate. It's great. <laughs> Good work, people's pops and yeah. more. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if anyone's that still listening, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so how long uh, have you guys been together? About a year and a half. We. First, uh, we're in the. We first kissed on May fourth, two thousand fourteen. Look at you with the dates. Was it huh? a, a special Star Wars? It was a Star Wars event. event. Yeah, nice. no, uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> she was dressed like a Wookiee, <laughs> and then you made a little Wookiee Wookiee. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Wookiee Nookie. I did it all called? for the Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is un sadly a thing I tweeted last week. Uh, did you really? Wookiee Nookie. Awesome. Uh, I did it all for the Wookiee. Yeah. Oh my God, that's good. Yeah. Mike. Yeah, we should be together. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Hopefully, we do Hopefully. break up. Uh, <laughs> this is actually where we meet new people. Yeah, this, this is a podcast where we uh, swingers pod. Yeah, swingers pod. Um, cool. So for so, how, but how did you actually meet though? Casey, do you want to tell um, them? Yeah, I was a fan of Mike's for a long time, so I emailed him and sent him a violin arrangement of his podcast theme song. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's <Yeah>. amazing. <laughs> that is. So so you play the violin. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so She learned sweet. it just for that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Solely to play that song. She yeah. applied to Juilliard and yeah. was like, I really like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, and so how did you respond, Mike? Uh, I wrote back. I, I generally write back to people when they email me. Like, I'm not at a, a stage where they're coming in too much yeah. um, frequency-wise. So it's always it's always very nice and pleasant to get a fan letter, or, and especially because it was more than just like, hey, I like whatever. Uh, I mean, most people that write, that take the time to write an email aren't just like, good. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't pages. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a nice quick paragraph. Oh, yeah. It was efficient <laughs> and thorough. But uh, it, it, she said something like, if there was any, you know, she's like, listen to me on Keith and the Girl. She listened then to my podcast and said that if there was anyone that she could have lunch with in the world, it would be me. That's wow. beautiful. And now she gets to make me lunch. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Woman's work. <laughs> Wait, in the kitchen. No. So not to, not to act like this wasn't special but had like had you in the past reached out to other people you were fans of like is this something you've done before or is this new no this was totally new 
And there's really? just something awesome. about Mike that you were like. Well, I I was living with my mom at the time actually, and I was telling her how much I love this comedian, and she was like, "You should write to him." <laughs> so did you write to him with with romantic intentions, or just like I'm a no, fan? No, just to say I'm a fan. Keep keep it up. Thank <laughs> you, Mama. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And Where then, were you living at the time? I mean, what city? Uh, Redondo Beach. Redondo Beach, nice. California. And so then, what happened next? Uh, I mean, at the time when I first got that email, I was dating somebody else monogamously. Uh, so I wasn't, I, I didn't, I also didn't receive it as a, you know, uh, in romantic uh, sort of invitation or uh, extension or whatever. Uh, but I, so I wrote back and I was like, thanks. And that's very nice. And whatever else I said, uh, we can pull up the emails exactly. Here they are. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and then I think, you know, we wrote back maybe once or twice and then... At some point, these various things happened. Like maybe a month later, my relationship ended, and I think Casey did mushrooms for the first time, and emailed me to tell me about that because that's a thing she'd heard me talk about on my podcast or other podcasts. Oh, you meant in the middle of mushrooms? You oh were yeah, like I need to talk to the spirit guy. <laughs> <laughs> and she just like shared like the experiences she had. Like she's like, we brought a frisbee and described uh, what it was like to throw a frisbee on mushrooms. And, and she was like, thank you for, you know, sharing like your experience because it's enhancing my life. And next time you're in L.A., uh, I'll buy you a vegan glass of wine. That's amazing. Is that a thing? Uh, I mean, they're Some definitely. Some alcohols are not vegan. Yeah. Really? And were you vegan before you started dating Mike? <coughs> yeah. Oh, wow. So this was just perfect. Kismet, as they say. Mm, so you, you know, met up. Oh, go ahead. And kissed. Yeah. And kissed immediately? Yeah, uh, met, met and kissed. It was kismet. Uh, that, that's all I was doing there. Uh, but also, so yeah, that was, I think, around, so I got that email around March. I think I came to do a show that you came to that I didn't see you at. Right. Uh, and you told me afterwards, you were like, I was there. And I was like, I'm gone. <laughs> uh, and that was like a, a show at Nerdist, at you know, the, the comic, Meltdown mm -hmm. Comics. Mm -hmm. And that, that was like March. And I think then I came back in May because I was doing a bunch of, War I did a bunch of like standing in for Brody who was doing warm up for at midnight right. uh, at the time and he like went on tour for a few weeks so like I did like three weeks in a row where I was just in LA working so I think the beginning of that first week uh, I flew in probably I think it was probably the day that I flew in or maybe the day after a su Sunday May 4th uh, <laughs> which I do only remember because it was Star Wars Day and of now course. it keeps being yeah. solidified <laughs> uh, I mean because it is the, the most important day yeah. uh, that I met the most important person May uh, the fourth be the day you fell in love no. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't wait for KC episode 7 yeah. um, but uh, yeah I remember I performed at uh, Tex the French restaurant where our friend Zach Sherwin yes. uh, produces or has been producing a show every Sunday night. And Casey, had you been to that show before? I had. I actually met you once mm. in between doing Mushrooms and seeing you again. Gotcha. Uh, what happened then? We, oh, yeah, you just came to a show. I, yeah, I went with one of my friends and... Just uh, afterwards, you were like, hey, I'm the girl who played the violin. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> that yeah. was it? And then you just, like, scooted off? Kind of. I didn't want to be a weirdo. It was, like, yeah. after, so after the left. show. But actually, when, when my friend and I were leaving the place, uh, the door wasn't all the way closed as we were walking out, and I heard, we both heard Mike go, her name is Casey, and we looked at each other like, oh my god, they're talking about me. So did you, so in that second meeting, for both of you, did you, like, were you like, oh, like, was there like a little bit of, I mean, obviously, well, because you saw her photo of she, she was Facebook, or was it an no, email? No, it was, it was email. Oh, it was an email, oh, okay. Nice. Uh, and also her, her Facebook photo didn't have her face in it, exactly. Oh. Yeah. It had like a violin in front Mystery. of it. Were you? Yeah. Yeah. And you were like, you're not a violin when yeah. she walked in. Hey, <laughs> yeah. that's how you made that theme song so easy. Yeah. You are a violin. She must have been, uh, for those of you who can't see Casey, because you're not in the room with us, she's uh, cute. So I'm sure Mike was uh, excited. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> that is great. When yeah. yeah, when people like, you know, talk, when people learn that Casey emailed me, they're like, oh, lucky she's not crazy. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, that's the thing. Sometimes like a fan themselves will be like, I don't want to be like a stalker by communicating with you. Yeah. That's a that's a good self aware thing that like when you're like am I being crazy usually you're not then probably crazy. mentally yeah. ill you're like <laughs> yeah. oh I'm keeping a check on the fact that maybe this will be perceived in a certain way and I'll always tell people when they're, they're like I, I don't want to be a stalker and I'm like 
if I want you to do it, then you're a fan. If, yeah. it, yeah. if it's invited and encouraged. And then obviously, like she wasn't going to, you know, it seemed eventually I learned she wasn't going to attack me. You right. know, she wasn't going yeah. to be uh, and react in an unstable way. Uh, I didn't obviously didn't until I saw her, I didn't know what she looked like. But then I saw her and I was like, oh, the person who did a good thing is also a person that I like to look at. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like, all, it's, which is kind of, you know, I mean, I guess in the, the world of, uh, you know, like online dating and stuff, you still normally get to look at a person and learn about them. Yeah. Like, normally looking comes first. But I was I'd already learned I'm like, oh, this person did a weird, cool thing. And I think she, I don't know if you told me in person or in an email, you're like, by the way, that violin thing didn't take me a long time at all. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a crazy person. Awesome. I'm, I'm both good at the violin and not crazy. Because well, it is it is it is that weird thing where like as a performer, you're putting yourself out there. And every now and then, first of all, every now and then when someone comes up to me and they're like, I'm a fan, I'm like, what? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I really like that thing that you posted in that video. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why, why are you researching? And it's like, well, because I put it out there first of all. But, that's like the, but then sometimes, I don't know if it's different guys, girls, or whatever. Like, I think if a guy sent me a violin arrangement, dip, I, see, it's hard because I've gotten, I've had guys write me notes that I think were just simply fan notes. Sure. But depending on the words they choose, like I'll be like, uh, like I'm a little. If they nervous. ask for your address in the first yeah, note, yeah. it's probably not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Or like phone number. Didn't you get an email from a girl that was like right off the bat? She was like, I don't want to fuck you. I just well, want yeah. to let you know. She wrote, uh, I ain't on no groupie shit. I just think you're funny as hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, because, but it is true because it's, I, and I think especially in this day and age where like, sort of sex and technology has gotten so mushed together. Sexnology. Sexnology. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Thank you, Mike, for doing that. Uh, they got mushed together. You know, it's easy to kind of know, not know what someone's intentions are or whatever, but uh, but yeah, that's... So, okay, so... I think even still, I don't know, I got the impression that that girl may have wanted to have sex anyway. <laughs> I mean, it's like the kind of like, I don't normally do this, yeah, but yeah. here is me doing this. All right. Yeah. Which I, is I, fine. It's it's fine. I mean, you're allowed to want to have sex with people. I mean, of I'm course. also referring Absolutely. to, yeah. like, emails or messages I get on Facebook from someone in, like, a, another country that's, like, like, sexy, titty, yeah, yeah, exactly. booty. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what a fan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, said nothing about my comedy. was All like, face is, pretty, million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> say hi. Email me over here where you can see some real pics. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my God, my fans are so great. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so then you have the the May Fourth happens, so you go you go out, you meet, and go. Oh, that it was actually at Tex again. Oh, uh, okay. So oh, I, cool. Yeah. I came to town. I went there. So that's like where our relationship was born in various ways, uh, which is nice because Zach is a real good friend, and it's mm -hmm. nice to have that positive association uh, all around. It's a, a show that I love doing when I'm in LA called French Toast, mm -hmm. and oh. uh, yeah. So we, I think the show happened, and then. We must maybe we talked a little bit before or after. Like I knew that you were there that time, mm -hmm. like not just right after as an afterthought, and because I think we had discussed like, oh yeah, I think I was like, oh, if you want to get me that drink, uh, that you said you wanted to get me. Yeah, then you emailed me that day and said, hey, I'm gonna be in town at yeah. the show. <laughs> so awesome. if you also want to do that, uh, and so she did, and so yeah, that was kind of planned. And at this point, I mean, I feel like it was certainly no expectations, but you know, optimism. On, on my side, I was like, this cute person, and now me single, uh, equals good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and you had long distance for a little while, right? Yeah, oh yes. Uh, so that was this, I mean, the first day that after the show, we like, you know, just talked a little more and kissed, and then Casey left, and then I think I was there for like another four days that week, and we hung out maybe once or twice more, and then I came back, you know, again, I was just back every week that, yeah. that month for more things, and so we just kept seeing each other, and then, then I, you know, I lived in New York, but I would come out to L.A. I had a reason to come out in June, and then Casey flew to New York to see me in July. And then I went on tour with Zach for a few weeks in August, but then Casey's birthday is September, so I came back for like a week in September. And then she flew back east for a week in October. Like every month we would do at least something, like for a week or so. And then I think like in December I had like a weekend of work in San Diego and like a couple other things that made sense to, I was, I came out for like three weeks in the holiday season. So it was, it was just nice to, and like we would kind of, you know, live with each other intensively. Yeah, like I would yeah. stay with her for the most part when I was there for a week or two or three or whatever. Uh, but yeah, then we would be apart for, you know, three, four, five, six weeks sometimes. 
and that wasn't ideal, but uh, but ideal. Yeah. Yeah. And now you guys live together. Yes. Now we live together in New York City. How's that going? Lovely. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everything was great till now. Yeah. That's what I thought. That's why we brought you on here. Yeah. We wanted to talk to you Hopefully about Hopefully you break up. Yeah. <laughs> We're trying to destroy lives. We want to win the relationship competition. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We want to beat everyone You guys the know they're, they're all polling right now. All the listeners. <laughs> yeah. All the We're like, right? should they stay together? They're listening to the violin track. Yeah. It's a good track. It only, how long did it take, though? <laughs> <laughs> she probably really put a lot of work yeah. into it. She's a liar. It started. I heard she practice three weeks <laughs> built on nothing um you brought up the mushrooms thing so you know we've talked before about like drugs and i know that you've talked about doing ayahuasca and all that mm-hmm. stuff so we did well and i've you know smoked weed together since we've day done one. A, a good amount of drugs together no just really weed yeah weed a good quantity yeah yeah. Qu- yeah all the weed but yeah. we did we did shrooms together this weekend yeah. for the fr- I, oh. we'd, we'd each done shrooms separately but never done them together and uh, they were very, they, they were, were very, very strong. Very strong. Wow. Uh, like, I, we were all dressed in like, go, we're gonna go to the park. That's and a good go idea. To the botanical gardens, <laughs> and uh, we went back and forth between laying on the living room floor and then laying in the bed and then going back to the living room floor. And I, I've never yawned this much on mushrooms. And I was like, I need to take a nap. But of course, when I closed my eyes, I was like, well, roller coasters and cartoons. Yeah. And, <laughs> but, but what I wanted to ask, because you guys have done ayahuasca together, right? Yeah. And oh, really? And mushrooms yeah. together a few yeah. times. Yeah. yeah. So I was curious about that because for me, so I've dated people in the past who either like didn't do drugs and then they would be with me when I did and I felt weird or yeah. or that, we that is weird yeah or we did drugs it's weird together to do them alone. weird to do mushrooms alone. it's weird yeah. to watch a person do mushrooms yeah, yeah. it is it definitely is <laughs> or like i had an experience where i did drugs with someone i was dating and the whole time they were like oh, i don't even feel anything and they were just like a bunch like it was just and so <laughs> yeah. i was really curious i thought it was like a special moment to do them with this person it oh was, yeah it was just really great because like i don't know if you felt the same way but like not even close no. i <laughs> <laughs> but like it was i felt very I mean, you obviously feel connected to people when you're usually, hopefully, when you're doing drugs. But it was like, I think it was a, it's a nice added. I felt like we had a really good conversation by by not even talking. Yeah. And then like later on in the night, I was like, I really figured out a lot of things with you. He's like, me too. And ah. it's like, I can't even tell you what they I think, were. I think mushrooms are just there, and probably ayahuasca. We have yet to do that, but I, I think mushrooms are very like. Whoever you do them with, you're pretty unified. So if you already loved that person, oh yeah, it's yeah. gonna be like explosion of the of rich emotions. get richer yeah right because mm. everyone i've ever done mushrooms with i still text even if i don't like if, if we see each other we're like oh man we did go on that trip together there are some <laughs> people like before i go into an ayahuasca ceremony before i turn off my phone like i don't it's not always the exact same people but there's like a core group of people who i associate with like i'll text them that i'm about to do this because even though i'm going into it yeah. alone not with them if they're far away. Like I'm like you're a person that like pot, you know, sort of like a totem or like a spirit animal mm. of this you know trippy love connectedness universe things. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we definitely one one of the first times, if not the first time, that we did mushrooms together. Uh, we were in part uh, in Prospect Park, and I remember like lying and feeling like you know sometimes your mind you know goes you know on little little roller coasters, and uh, there's a lot of positives. But I remember one time I was just like oh, it's getting like cold and I was just like I feel like holding Casey I was like yeah I, I will protect you from whatever yeah. thing I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, felt, I felt very like cave caveman like I was yeah. like mm, mm, why and then like at a certain point like she, and she doesn't know where she is because she just you know this is like maybe her first time in New York or second time and so I'm like I'll she's like uh, my stomach and I was like do you want to sit do you want to get home and like, <laughs> I'll, I'll get us to the place like uh, yeah. I'll, I'll take care of it and uh, I don't know if that's something you remember uh, not that part specifically. Yeah. But remember me being the greatest? <laughs> She's like, we weren't even in the park. <laughs> you remember when I was eight feet tall? Yeah. <laughs> what do you remember? Um, I remember just getting over mono mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. and being in New York like the week after I was okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I still had some residual effects. And I had this kind of insight that when you go down into these pockets of like, self-exploration mm-hmm. coming out and sharing them with people is a really uh like binding experience absolutely and mm-hmm. if you come out and that person is not somebody that you want to share those things with then you need to find the right person yeah yeah, yeah. and i think like 
initially that started because I was like, I, oh my God, I'm in New York. I don't know. <laughs> what am I doing here? Yeah. Who is this person? <laughs> <laughs> we met but two then, months ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then it was kind of like, you know, I'm reading the situation as a really good thing and I think he's the right person. So I'm going to go ahead and share. And it was all in all a very positive experience. That's great. I, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that you know, I I don't know if you guys knew this, but I'm not a doctor, but I do, you know, the same way. I Bye. Know, I, yeah. But like, I know that MDMA, not the street MDMA, like true MDMA. I love that people are like, Molly's all natural. I'm like, no, it's, it's ecstasy. It's, it's just got powder. a new name. But right, anyways, yeah. but when, you know, I know people have just uh, prescribed MDMA to couples or like, but I think even shrooms or like, you know, pot cookies or like something like I... I would suggest to couples that have disconnected and want to kind of give it like one last go to see if they can find what they once had. Yeah. I think a shroom trip or something like that could really, it'll give you answers because I always walk away from one of those things having answers. And I think it, you're right. Like if you, yes, you connect to your friends when it's happening, but if you're with yeah. like a lover or partner <laughs> or whatever, I, I don't know. I just think it could really... Uh... It's way more heightened because both of us actually did mushrooms separate of each other like three weeks before we started okay. hooking up and everything. And uh, and the answer came. It was like, you will meet the person. Mine, <laughs> mine kind of was. Yeah, I was I was with friends. Like my old... My friend from home was here randomly in, in New York. And uh, he was like... Or my other friend, Kenny, was like, let's do mushrooms. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. And then we did them and I was like bonded and I was like, guys, I think... I think I know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> I was Wait, like, it was about me? Yeah, yeah well, I, I was like... You didn't I, tell me that. I was like, I know I'm supposed to, like... Like, I'm close to finding who I'm supposed to meet. Like, I know Oh, that. it wasn't specific about me. It wasn't specific. Oh, I, I didn't, you were ready. You were... Yeah. I was ready. I was. I you was loved like, yourself yeah. enough. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, I figured it out. Focus that Yeah, I had a similar... Project. Because I was single for the first time in a long time, right. and I was up, like, a little bit north of New York with friends, and the guy that I had just most recently like hooked up with it was one of those situations where we I mean there was no there was like a little bit of physical chemistry but we had nothing in common like I was like <laughs> and like he didn't smoke weed he hated weed which I was oh, like God. oh no like it wasn't even just like he didn't smoke weed he hated it and he was in, into magic it was just like a lot of things that I which is fine so that's a redeeming quality yeah but which is fine he hated weed but he loved magic yeah so. which I was like oh I love magic but not that kind of magic and um but well, anyways, but um, but anyways, he was fine. But it was one of those. He was one of those people, and I think we've all had this when we're dating. Where like, he was he wasn't getting back to me to ask me on a third date, mm. and I was oh, like, yeah. I was pissed. He didn't want to have to put out. Yeah, but I was like, <laughs> I was pissed. Well, I had just put out, and I was like, oh, I guess you're one of those. But I um, I was pissed, but I also didn't actually really like him. And on this shroom trip that we were up on state, I remember turning to my friends and going. I don't even know why I care if this guy texts me back. Like, he doesn't like weed. I'm like, the next guy that I get into a relationship with has to really like drugs. And then I meet this fella That's right. who, like, our first interaction. Kid he, haha. Yeah, kid haha. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, Will's former comedy stage name was Kid Haha. It was. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's necessary to even tell yeah. them. You know? <laughs> you guys get it? <laughs> they understand the kid haha yeah. joke. Hold on a second. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't I, Yeah, I guess, you know, anyone listening who wants some, uh, who's having some love troubles, just pop Shroom some, it up. Shroom, shroom it, it up. up. Really shroom it up. I mean, like, legitimately, I think, I think there's so many things that can help you determine, uh, like, whether you're in the right relationship or not. Like, sometimes distance can do the same thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. A thing I've heard is uh, that, like, distance is like, the wind, it will extinguish a small flame, but ignite, you know, like spread a great flame. Ooh. You know, like the wind will make a forest fire spread, but it'll blow out a candle. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, whatever your love is like, you know, uh, metaphorically. So I feel like similarly, shrooms will probably, like if you're with a person and you're like at the end of the relationship and you're like, oh, do we hate each other? I guess let's do shrooms. Like maybe, yeah. I mean, you might not have the bet. Like you have to, uh, anytime you go into shrooms uh, or like an altered state of some kind, you have to, Hopefully, be in the right mindset. Be in a uh, you know, an open, accepting place. Because even just if you're on your own and you're like dealing with a lot of like mental, like financial things, or like some like ah, uh, like whatever, whatever's in your head will be amplified. Yeah, absolutely. And also, I mean, even not just shrooms, even like alcohol, like anything. I mean, when I'm 
Uh, that's ice that, uh, oh, and uh, Mike's drink. Yep, I got it real close <laughs> to the microphone. I want everyone to know that I'm treating my cough with water um, loudly. We but, hear it hopefully don't break up. But we I love think, water. Uh, I think that you want to be yourself, like, you know, first and foremost with the person that you love, you're in a relationship with. My God, Mike, knock it off. But I, you know, you want, a lot of us, I think, put on masks sometimes when we're first dating someone. You want to be yourself. And obviously drugs and alcohol Take away a lot of those uh, yeah. inhibitions, and it I think, unmasks your face. Yeah, and really I, but I think, <laughs> but I think it's really telling. Like, you ever see a couple that's together who one, like one of them gets really drunk, and sometimes the other partner. I mean, obviously, if that person's being an asshole, I get why they get mad. But either, either they're like husband or wife or girlfriend, whatever is either like, oh man, like, oh, he's, look at, oh, Frank, he's drunk. It's his birthday. Oh, you, you're being silly dancing like that. Or, and that's like kind of neat. Yeah, or that's, that's fun. Yeah, that's or they great. take care of them. They're like, oh, we better go to pizza. Like that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. But then sometimes like you, you see. on Sunday night. Yeah. But then, oh, Will was so, it was my birthday and Will was wasted. Waste. I was like, okay, I guess I'll take care of you. And, but, uh, but, but then you get me pizza. Yeah. But then you see that couple though, where like, he, you know, the person gets drunk and their, their partner is like, oh my God, you're embarrassed. Like, literally, the person has done nothing embarrassing while they're drunk. It's yeah. the most embarrassing thing to be that other person. Exactly. Yeah, the other yeah, person is I like, dr- why are you dancing? You never dance. And like, all yeah. this stuff. And when you see that, like, my heart breaks because you're like, oh my God, like, yeah, fine. Maybe they're being a little yeah. louder than usual. But when you really love someone, you can see them even in their most like obnoxious, you know, oh, fucked yeah. up state yeah. and still be like, oh, you're so stupid. I love you. You know, why are you dancing should never be said except like at a funeral. <laughs> right. <laughs> Depending on the, if it's a New Orleans yeah. funeral yeah. then like dance it up. But I want to go on record. My funeral in dance. 50 to 80 years. <laughs> <laughs> you got all got to dance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had a girlfriend in college who was kind of like you're describing like she was a pretty she didn't like it when I like drank cereal milk out of the bowl in like oh, the cafeteria and so like we were it was her birthday and I was like the it was the only the, the best drunk time that I've ever had like just the most accurate like amount of alcohol like per time unit you know uh-huh. yeah kept refilling it exactly you know I didn't get too drunk I didn't I was just always with it and having fun and like my hey we me yeah, all yeah. right yeah and like at one point I forget I don't remember what preceded this but I remember going telling her I remember like going to the bathroom like I was just standing with my girlfriend and I was like I'm gonna go to the, I didn't even say I was going to the bathroom for some reason that she was like hey where are you going and I was like I'm going to the bathroom but you just told me that I shouldn't say everything that I'm doing because I'm saying too many things like I think that was part yeah. of it she was having a problem with the way that I was being drunk so to teach her a lesson in my drunk brain I was like well then I won't say anything I won't even say a normal <laughs> thing like be right back and and then she she fell into my trap that was stupid <laughs> like I, I mean I get if someone gets mad at their significant other if they're an alcoholic and they're like punching well, that's different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But when you're just having fun like I did shrooms with someone once who I was with and I bought us like canvases to paint because I was like the, and and I think the person who loves me would think that was adorable and be like well that was such a like sweet idea and I was painting and this person was sort of just staring at me kind of being like you I could tell the energy. I was like, you don't know how to paint. And like, I never, <laughs> I, didn't, I don't even know what I painted. And so of course the next day I look at the painting and it makes no sense. But it, to me, it was like beautiful and representative. And I was like, can I put it on the wall? And he was like, uh. <laughs> and then it ended up like in his garage. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I, this isn't going to work. <laughs> like you should love this ugly painting that I made. I like the thing you drew Saturday. It's really nice. Uh, she drew like a logo for us on oh, Saturday. It was I really, did? It was beautiful. There's like, <laughs> there music coming out of my head and there's oh my like God, her hair spreads around. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's by my bed. I uh, saw music <laughs> notes. I saw maroon music, maroon music notes come out of Will's head. I mean, I knew they weren't real. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, but kid, ha ha. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you, you captured them? I yeah, did. Yeah, it's nice. And her hair is like huge and it, and it wraps around my, my head. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing it. You'll see it. We'll get it tattooed <laughs> and show everybody. <laughs> yeah. It was nice. Well, it was also nice. I knew that I was in a, a, I am in a good place with you because we had a lot of silence Yeah, that day where I just was like, would grab his arm and hold it. And I just trusted that he was going to the same place as me instead of being like, do you see that? Do you like, it just, I felt very, I trusted where we were. We would be silent and then. 
<laughs> both say like like we like we had already had a conversation like we'd start it back but <laughs> like then you also said later. to me yeah. but this was hilarious so in the middle of our trip <laughs> he goes hey so like do you think you want to get married again and i was like i are you proposing <laughs> and he was like he goes he goes no but like i mean we could just be like goldie hahn and Cur- didn't they break up though i don't know uh, but anyways I I can't keep he said that but then he also goes uh he goes well, here's the thing. If we have like a wedding, I don't want it to be like a regular wedding. I want it to be like a D'Angelo concert and then surprise, it's our wedding. And I was like, do you know D'Angelo? Like, what are you? <laughs> <laughs> it was like an elaborate thing. So I guess if D'Angelo's listening. Yeah. Um, Hook it up. Yeah, we're not I mean, engaged, but in case we do. Yeah. <laughs> D'Angelo, we once saw you. You know? No. <laughs> Man. Yeah. Yeah. But you guys have done ayahuasca together? Yes. Mm-hmm. What was that like? Is that more revealing well, of an still, experience? It's still a very individual experience because you don't talk during the ceremony. Right. Are you not allowed to talk? Kind pretty much. The they don't say that there are rules, but one of the only rules is like most of the things are guidelines that they suggest, like your dietary uh, restrictions leading up to it, fasting the day of, sitting up until it takes effect, like all these things like they can't they're not gonna you know if you lay down right away they wouldn't come over and be like hey they wouldn't like forcibly mm-hmm. move you but uh they might be like hey, sit up <laughs> uh but you maybe better to sit up uh but he says the only rule is don't touch other people and don't talk really and oh, how yeah. long is that it's like three or four hours so for four hours you're not talking yeah but your time the time is completely dilated at a certain mm-hmm. point where you don't understand that it is for it seems like you know both infinite and like the infinitesimal at the Has same time. Has anyone yeah. freaked out? Have you seen someone, anyone freak out during it? One time I I did hear a, a woman was like walking around and it seemed like she was saying some things that made it seem like she was reliving or remembering a trauma, uh, like an assault or something. And they, somebody, you know, went over and like talked to her or like cared for her and like brought her to a, a more private place where she could... Uh, have the experience she needed to have and then, you know, sort of rejoin everybody eventually. Wow. Um, but in general, most people sit still and it's all like an internal journey uh, as opposed to like, you know, I've, I've heard that there are versions of it where there is like singing and dancing and moving around. Oh, wow. But that is harder for me to imagine because I've, I've only had ones where it's like you're in a circle and you sit and it's dark and then it affects you and then you sit there and then you lie down and it keeps affecting you and it's like, you know, a full body sensation. It's like, I've talked about it as like mushrooms doing mushrooms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, whoa. Like I don't... A, a sort of an alternate, like a, just an additional dimension. It's not like more, I mean, it is kind of more, it is, but it's different. Uh, so doing it together while it's happening isn't any, like sometimes I do them in case he's not there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've done them with like friends in the room or friends not in the room. And like while you're in the experience, sometimes like it's nice to open your eyes for a second and look over and see your loved one or mm-hmm. friend and be like, oh, like they're smiling or laughing or crying or what, having whatever experience that they're having. And you're like, oh, we're both here. Or I can, you know, I can always, even if Casey's not there, I can be like, Casey, yeah, mm-hmm. I can think about her or a friend or another loved one. Then afterwards, it's a very, I mean, it's, it's almost its own experience, this communal sort of breaking of the fast and like coming together and sort of sharing togetherness and there's food because you haven't eaten in like 12 hours and kind of some people share what happened some people or you know in their minds some people you know privately process and then maybe later like I always at some point afterwards Casey and I will tell each other the things we thought and the things we saw and you know any epiphanies or epitomies or (laughs) you know decisions insights realizations and same thing with with Zach like I've done them with Zach and when he does them like he'll call me after when I do them I'll call him after or if we do them together we'll sort of debrief together and like so it's a very a very similar kind of bonding binding experience Casey plays violin at them now sometimes oh that's awesome oh like after you're out of it no No. during really the first time I did it it was more at the end of the ceremony and the more I go to these ceremonies the more the shaman is like having me play like Closer up into the middle, and it's oh, just that awesome. song that you wrote for Mike. Right over <laughs> <Yeah. and> over. <laughs> that's my pod theme. Yeah, yeah it's all oh, the whole room is just Mike fans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's beautiful. Like she, you know, she's sort of improvising, and the the songs that they're not songs specifically, but the the guide guides the ceremony with these sort of chant song uh, things that are that are called ikaros, 
uh, and they they're like specific kinds of you know sung music that he says are different than songs because they are they use the tongue in a certain way and it's a, it exists in a certain space in the mouth that is said to scientifically like enhance the effect on the pineal gland. And so he has said that when he has uh, allowed or, you know, invited Casey to play, like some of the things that she has created are like these violin ikaros because they're usually sung, but they like they come from the same, you know, place wherever out there in the earth, uh, in the universe. And then and then it's really it's really beautiful and cool. And like, we're not, you know, none of it's ever recorded, mm-hmm. but I always have the inclination to be like, I want to run and grab my recorder. And yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah. Casey often remembers the things that she has played and she has like composed versions of them that exist in the outside world now. Yeah. So cool. That's awesome. So soundcloud.com slash Casey. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Please check it out. Yeah. So, okay. So, you know, one of the things we like to kind of cover here is sort of like how to because I I've said this before on the podcast that like I have a really big problem with a lot of relationship advice because I feel like a lot of it is based in fear and not being yourself and like rules that everyone's supposed to follow and you know one of the things Will and I really like about doing the podcast is sort of like just exploring what works for different people so it sounds like for you guys uh, drugs help uh-huh. yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> drugs that's uh, all we do some of the distance <laughs> like what are some other things that you have just found that have helped you have a healthy relationship uh, well definitely to speak to the the distance idea like one obviously we liked being we like I think and I think you asked this earlier and we didn't really answer but living together is great uh, because we like each other and mm-hmm. being together and like when we were for you know the mo- the first year the first year of our relationship we didn't live together we lived far apart and so it was always a special thing when we were together like it would be you know like oh wow i haven't seen you in a long mm-hmm. time this is so great it was like a vacation and now i mean for me because i do still like i'll go on the road sometimes sometimes casey will come with me sometimes she won't so like the times now that it's like the inverse which is way better like the the photo negative of our schedule from before where it would be like a week on and 4 weeks off now it's like I go away for four. I went away for four days this weekend, and we're like, I miss you. But it's not like I mean, it feels the same. But it's not being apart for five or six weeks. Yeah, it's being apart for four days. We have our own lives and experiences, mm-hmm. and then, but it's still just as powerful and like wonderful to come back and be like, Hey, I'm back. I was mm-hmm. gone. You were here. <laughs> we, we weren't yeah. together. Now, yeah. we, so we get like a, as many times as I go away and come back, or if Casey went away and came back, whatever the case. Like it's always nice to. Uh, reunite it's just such a yeah and then you have things to tell each other yeah you know I think a lot of times couples forget like you need to have your own separate lives to a degree Mm -hmm. because then you have something to actually talk about like at dinner instead of just and now are you monogamous in this relationship or no this one no No. yeah okay okay. (laughs) well no because you have been in the past Uh, yeah no you both have been in the past Casey not Mm -hmm. as much but yeah but not yeah. as much monogamy? Yeah, you have not had as many monogamous that relationships. That is correct. And how to, because I know a, a lot of people, because I kind of toyed with it in the past, but didn't do it well because I didn't know <laughs> how to negotiate <laughs> it. And then I've had like, no, like we, Will and I are monogamous, Yeah. but I'm super curious about people who aren't because I understand it. It's just not something that we we're practicing right now. I think it works. <laughs> yeah. I think it works well for us because there are times when Mike is out of town. So it yeah. gives me my opportunities to go out and have my fun and he's out having his fun potentially. But also we don't uh talk about the other people that we see. Okay. So okay. Cool. It yeah, kind yeah. of maneuvers around some jealousy and insecurity. So in it's that basically way. like when you guys aren't in the same city there's like you can do whatever, and, and then when you're in if, the, if we were in the same city, like if I'm out at a sh- at shows all night, uh, Casey could be not coming with me and hanging out with somebody. Uh, but we we do it is certainly more logistically complex to do it while uh, while we are in the same city. Yeah, but it is not it's not forbidden. Like the the main guideline is try not to let the other person yeah, be discreet. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But does it? So my my wondering at times about it is like so what if like you like let's say like Casey was out mm-hmm. with a guy yep and you were home mm-hmm. and you were like sad about something and you texted Casey and were like hey like are you 
would you is sort of like your responsibility to kind of drop everything for the other person? I think that the answer is no in general, unless like something catastrophic happened. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like it's, a it's family the, death or something. Yeah, the general guideline would be like I mean like let's say to answer that question, like what if somebody was at what if Casey was at work? Right. Like mm-hmm. and a time when I normally would say she can't text, you know, like yeah, yeah. like four to six hours or whatever it is where maybe she would have a break, but if I was like, I need you, I need something, like, if it was an emergency, then I could be like, I don't, I would call the place of work and be like, hey, can can you bust through this normal guideline thing? Uh, But, and so it's no different if she was, you know, if she's out, I don't, in general, we're not, like, at each other's beck and call immediately, necessarily. Yeah, yeah. Like, in general, I guess I would assume that, you know, if I know where she is and what, what she's up to in general, then I know what when she'll text back. Yeah. But it's also, you know, we don't we don't own each other. There's no, you know, strings. It's uh we just we want we're together because we want to be together. Right, right. And like one time Casey was like out on a date or dancing and like had an interaction with a guy and it was a ne- it was a negative interaction and she called me while like sort of in the middle of that situation. Yeah. Like it happened. Yeah, it was it was the day after. I was still really upset about it. Yeah. I didn't feel good, so I called him, and normally we don't talk about that kind of thing, so I prefaced it with, hey, this is a thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but, like, no. the more important guideline, well, it's like the way that, you know, for Jews, don't work on the Sabbath, but if right. you're a doctor and you see somebody dying, you're you allowed to. to save their life. In fact, you're, like, the bi- the bigger guideline is not to be like, well, these are rules. Yeah. yeah. The bigger guideline is, like, life and caring and so the same thing for us, like it's the the general guideline is like, hey, you have your life and your business and your activities and I have mine, but also I'm in the business or the pleasure of caring for you and being there when you are negatively affected in any ways that you think are big enough or, you know, of quality or quantity that you want to share with me. Uh, and so even if it, it's fine. I mean, yeah, yeah. if some, some guy was an asshole or whatever it was, like, I'm fine to hear about that. Yeah. Yeah, because, <laughs> I, mean, well, yeah, I mean, I I am in, admire and am very interested <laughs> in this stuff because I just think that, again, I don't know what my feelings are about it completely. In my, well, I know my current situation, what they are, but, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what they may be. If you're together for 50 years, right, maybe, exactly. maybe you'll yeah, want to right, sleep yeah. with somebody else. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, you who, definitely but I problem. think... I, <laughs> maybe, I, yeah, maybe. But, like, I think the same way, like, what works for you guys might not work for everyone. And so I, I always find it funny <coughs> when people argue for or against monogamy right. so strongly. Oh, yeah. And I'm always like, but why do you care what other... Like, you don't have to have everyone else do what you're doing to normalize what you do. Right, but, right, right. And, like, what you guys are doing is leaps and bounds healthier than certain couples I know. Absolutely. Where, like, I know, I know yeah. like, I know this guy who got a hooker and he's married. And I'm like, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> and healthy. Like, what the fuck? Like, sometimes it's like if you have the desire, discuss it. If you, I mean, I know a lot of guys yeah. who are in monogamous relationships who have the desire, and <laughs> women too, who have the desire to sleep with other people so much that they cheat. And it's like, I'm sure if you just discussed it with that person who also has that desire, you would both come to a, a, a realization and figure it out. It's kind of like, uh, this is a content warning suicide, but like, I used to work at a suicide hotline. And the question, the first question that you're supposed to ask people uh, when I was working there was, are you, you know, are you feeling suicidal right now? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And like some people would be like, oh, no, don't ask. You know, if you don't, if you're not trained, you'd be like, why would you ask them? What if that's putting yeah. the idea? You're not putting the idea in their head. Either they have the idea and that's mm. where they're calling or they don't. And they're not just going to be depressed and be like, oh, now that you say it. Right. So like similarly, I think in ideal, healthy, functional relationships, uh, people are worried, like, what if I bring this up? It will ruin everything. Right, right, It'll, right. Either yeah. the person is on the same page and you can talk about it, or they're hopefully reasonable and open-minded. You can discuss it and determine if if it's important to one of you and it's important the opposite to the other one, yeah. well, then maybe that relationship isn't... A lot of people are like, but I have to save the relationship. Right. The relationship no, is important. Yeah. But if you're not the right two people for the relationship, or the right however many people for the relationship, <laughs> then then it's... The most important thing is not just save the relationship, yeah. especially in like the early phases of figuring right. out 
Like, I understand if you're 20 years into a marriage that was working and then something changes, maybe, and there are kids and there's finances. Right, like, right. There's all kinds Mortgages, of other things yeah. to take into account. But uh, but in general, like, I'm not trying to tell anybody how to live their lives. I, I'm like, this is how we do it, and it's good. And hopefully you can uh, – I read this book called uh, Several Short Sentences About Writing where the guy says at the beginning, he's like, I'm not going to train you to – I'm not going to teach you how to write like me. I'm going to try to hopefully teach you – help you learn how to write like you. Yeah. So like, yeah. if you're a That's person great. learning how to live the way that you do or learning how to do comedy or make art or work or whatever you do, figure out how to be yourself. Yeah. And then then figure out how to be your, your relationship self with the person or persons that you want to be that self with. Yeah. yeah. And I, and I love exactly. the suicide hotline <laughs> oh, that's great. analogy because yeah, yeah. it's true because it's like you... So many people think that they're like, if I even met or like when people are like, oh, I could never bring up this feeling to my boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife. I'm like, well, then why? Then why are you with them? Yeah. yeah. Like there. I mean, I say this all the time about Will. Like there are things I've said to Will, not just about sex, just about anything where I'm like, oh, my I haven't even said that to myself. Like, it's yeah, just yeah. like a thing that and. I mean, again, drugs that, do help that too. Because yeah. when during mushrooms and like we had weed popcorn and a weed popcorn experience, worst experience of my life early on. But we had we were very bonded afterwards uh, because I was weeping in the bathroom. Yeah, but you were bringing more up like random shit. Weep popcorn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, weep popcorn. But um, we both brought up things that we were like, oh, I've never said that to anyone before. Yeah. Uh, but again, that works for us. Like, yeah, right. I, de I definitely think we've been around. Uh, a couple, like some people that are like, a, you know, a little taken, a, like, they're like, why do you, why do you feel the need to tell, not in a judgy way, but I've definitely had some friends be like, why do you have to tell Will that? Why are you talking right. about an ex? And I'm like, I don't know. This is, this is what I, this it, is, it's I'm what treating, works for us. Because yeah, I, Will's an extension of me in a yeah, way now. And right. I, I'm not going to think, not think of things. If you think it, yeah. then like, not that you have to say everything that you think to right. the person that you care about, but you can. And, and, I, and I have, there, like yeah. I've definitely pushed yeah. the boundaries or limits with him where I'm like, I'm going to talk to him the way I would talk if I was alone. Yeah. Uh, and I can't, I, I'm so pleasantly surprised that you stick around for it. Because you allow me the same. I think yeah. it's, it's one of those where it's, you give and take, the relationship's yeah. give and take, and you're constantly yeah. evolving. There, there are people out there who, like, I mean, this is sort of like a, a caricature of an example, but, you know, either people who are putting forth a positive image on Facebook, but you know they're miserable. Right. Yeah, we like, right. Look yeah. at our relationship. It's so great, but yeah. you know that it's not. Because the important thing in general, or like the people who focus so much on the wedding instead yeah. of thinking about what it's actually going to be like to be married or exactly. in a long-term commitment, and because people, the so much of our society and so much of the world and so much, I mean, maybe of being human, part of it is like, what do you look like? What do you, what does it seem like? What you yeah. want other people, a lot of people want other people to believe that things are good. Like every time I talk to my grandmother, she's like, are you making a lot of money? And I'm like, I'm making enough money. That's not the yeah, important yeah, yeah, question yeah, yeah. here. And so the, the much more important thing, I would much rather be happy and then have people think that I'm happy and have it be false. But, the thing, but the thing is, the two things is I think sometimes people put that image out, one, because they want to believe it's true, mm -hmm. you know, and they're lying to themselves mm -hmm. and they hope that if they put it out there, it'll like make it true. Like smiling yeah. when you're yourself. sad, which yeah. does make you happier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so we're going to wrap up, but to end, if you had to give one, I, I know I said advice bullshit, mm -hmm. but like if you had to kind of sum up how to make a relationship work, what would be like the one thing you would say to someone? First of all, if anybody's listening to advice or listens to people here, you know, you hear about other people's experiences and you're like, well, that's not how I would do it. Well, then then you don't have to do it like that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like you can use everything as like a Rorschach to see within it, you know, your own, you know, be like, oh, that's what I would like. Uh, a thing that I heard recently was uh, I forget whose quote this is, but it said, make sure like if, so if somebody tells you who they are, believe them. And if somebody tells you who you are don't believe them. Mm. And so like in a relationship, like in, like I think starting with yourself and then extending that to your relationship, like hopefully decide, you know, what you think you want and, you know, point yourself in that direction. And then if you're not with a person, be honest. That's the number one advice. If you're not with a person already, be honest with the people that you meet 
about the important things. Like, I think so many people try to put a best foot forward or, you know, put on your best face. And not to say that you should, you know, be like, this is what I look like when I'm not showered. And here are all my flaws. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, in a funny way, like, there are definitely times, like, the, the biggest thing, experience that taught this to me was like, because I used to remember, like, how do I get girls? Mm. You know, oh, you gotta, how do you <laughs> yeah, do it? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, trying to do it, it's like, you know, that's when it slips out of your hands. That's not a very zen way to be. But, like, when I was married, I went to, um, Sometimes Casey does a joke when I say when I was married, and she's like, what? Uh, <laughs> but it's happened a lot. Uh, so I did like that at that time. But uh, when I was married, I was one time at a comedy show in advance of the show happening, and uh, and I was like just flirting. I mean, I wasn't purposely flirting. I was just talking to three girls, being myself, normal, mm -hmm. like wasn't trying to get with anybody because I was happily in a relationship. And like one of the girls was like responding to everything that I was saying in such a in a flirtatious way, and like the other two girls were like, what's going on? And I was like, oh, this is how to get girls. You just yeah. be yourself, Yeah. and, and like that's how you be a comedian. Like you're not gonna get everybody, you're gonna get the people that like you exactly. as honestly and truly as yeah. you are, instead of like trying to get everybody and then be like, actually I'm like this. Yeah. So <laughs> be yourself, yeah. and it, when you're in the relationship, also, I guess this is, you asked for one piece of advice and I'm giving a thousand, but the, the best relationship thing that happened to me a couple of years ago is I was with a person similar to the suicide thing. Uh, like, don't be afraid to talk about the reality of possibly breaking up. Like being like, what, like, what if, you know, hey, we're fighting. What are we fighting about? Yeah. Is this, you know, gonna keep happening? Like, is there a major issue? Like being able to say and sort of like Rumpelstiltskin the problem of like, this might make us, this might lead to us breaking up. And that's okay. Yeah. It, it, breaking up might be the thing that has to happen. Is it? And then you can, like, get rid of that fear. Yeah, that's right, why yeah. I like saying, like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to love you forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same here. That's yeah. why the podcast is hopefully going to Yeah, hopefully, like, hopefully we'll stay together. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you want to add anything? Yeah. Um, I agree with all of that. The one thing that I... Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, but also... One thing I would add is that uh, I see a lot of people go into relationships thinking that they're half of something. Mm. And I think that, like, devalues you as a person. Oh, I love that. I like to think of myself as one whole person and the other person in the relationship as another whole person. And we come together and create a new thing. We're three oh, things. It's not, it's yeah. not we're both in this bubble yeah. of a relationship that is divided equally down half and half. It's not... I don't, I just, I, I think that causes a lot of problems for people. And if we yes. look at, e at each other <laughs> as so like good. one single entity. You guys are like a walking a advertisement <laughs> for ayahuasca. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, man. Well, ayahuasca Sign and open up. relationships, <laughs> yeah. like these two. You guys, thank you so much for thank coming you. on the show. That was great. Thank you so much. We love Casey you. Casey Holt and Mike you. Kaplan, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Thank Bye. You. Bye. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com. 